So I know with this whole corona thing, a lot of people are staying indoors a lot more right now. And a lot of people are maybe not having as much social interaction as they normally do. So I thought uh, today would be a really good day to sit down and maybe have a little bit of digital social interaction and um, talk to you guys about writing my first novel. think allowed me to actually finish it. Um, I'm sitting in a park right now in the city, so if there's background noise, um, it is what it is. And um, also, if I'm shivering a bit, forgive me. I live in Canada, <laughs> and it's cold right now. But... Um, like a lot of people who are drawn to writing, I had many, many times attempted to write a book, but I never succeeded. I never finished any of the things that I started uh, for many, many different reasons. But for some reason, this project, this book, I did finish. And not only did I finish it, but I finished it in a short period of time. Um, the first draft was done in 10 days. And since I have finished that first book, this was like June last year, I have written three more and I'm now working on the fifth book in what turned out to be a series. And there were a lot of things that I did very differently this time around that, um, I think might be helpful to some other writers. So I thought I'd share those with you guys. So first let's go back to before I even began writing because there was a lot in the few months leading up to me writing this book that um, influenced it and um, kind of created the circumstances in which I was able to write it. So the first was that, um, as a side note, I work in the film industry and I had been for over a year working on one project uh, and I was in the editing stages of it, which personally I find quite grueling. Um, I had grown bored with the project, um, sitting and watching the same scene 15 different times every day, synchronizing sound doing all the practical things that are not as much fun as the writing and the shooting of the film. And I was kind of at my wit's end and I started procrastinating, <laughs> as you do. And one of the ways I procrastinated was I read a book called Steal Like an Artist. And I was able to lie to myself and say, well, maybe this is actually helping me finish the movie. Um, uh, but really, I just didn't want to be staring um, 
at the screen anymore. And it's a it's a fantastic book, Steal Like an Artist. It um, it's short. It's easy to read. I read it in a day. Um, oh, there's a dog in the park. He's barking at me. Um, and uh, one of the points. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, so I was, as a form of procrastination, reading this book. And one of the points in the book was that it is very important to have a mistress project, a secret side creative outlet while you're working on the big project so that you don't lose, um, I guess, creative confidence in yourself. Something to turn to when you feel stuck. Um, and as anyone who has read a lot about um, any form of art and the advice on how to finish it, this is a very uncommon piece of advice. Quite often people say, work on one thing until it's done. Don't get sidetracked or you'll never finish that first thing. Um, but I decided to give it a go. And um, as another side note, I am someone who writes every day. Not something fiction, not something to show people, but every day I sit and I write about my feelings and my thoughts um, and my relationships and what I think is going on in the world and my ideas about what's really going on. Um, but I had, while intoxicated, written one paragraph. And I decided this one fiction paragraph I was going to sit and play with for a little bit. Um, and the inspiration for that was, um, like I said, I was intoxicated and I was watching some sort of documentary. Um, and I was thinking about what it would feel like to be in Britain after the Romans had left. And anybody who knows about Roman history knows that there was a point where they just up and left. They took everything and disappeared. And some things obviously were left, you know, the roads, the aqueducts, all that. Um, and this one paragraph that I had written was a girl in the early Middle Ages looking at a classical era painting. And um, while I was writing it, I knew that what she was looking at was a battle scene probably from Persia. There were curved swords and white flowy clothes, and it took place in a desert. But this girl had no idea if it was something that had happened, if it was something that existed. And also, she was blown away by the quality of the art. It wasn't like anything else that the people around her were making. And so she was just wondering, you know, the story behind the painting. And that was it. That was all that I had written, just the one paragraph. And I decided, um, as my mistress project, I was going to play around with it. Um, and as another side note, I, at the same time, had been working through the exercises in the artist's way, which I will probably do a full post or a full talk or something about because that book is phenomenal. Um, so I sat down to play with that paragraph. 
Um, and so this is probably the first thing that I did very differently with this writing project was that it was just for me. It was just an outlet, a way to kind of vent while I felt like I wasn't being very creative and I was frustrated with this film. Um, I never had the intention of showing it to anybody or having it be a finished product at all. Um, as another side note, I was very sad because Game of Thrones was over and I was a big, big fan. Um, and uh, the other show that I loved, Vikings, wasn't coming back for many months. And so I was kind of missing, you know, medieval men and castles and kings and emperors and political intrigue and all of those wonderful things that come along with both of those shows. And so I thought, this is the perfect solution to my problem. I can sit and play around with all of these concepts that I love, um, you know, boost my spirits a bit before getting back to work on the film. Um, and this is kind of in direct contrast to anything I had tried to write before because whenever I sat down to write a book before I um, I was always thinking about you know writing a masterpiece writing this great American novel something that was really profound um, and I always had the idea of other people reading it while I was writing um, and there is something very freeing about writing something that you know nobody is ever going to read. It allowed me to kind of write the pulpy sort of things that I loved, you know, the, the sexual things, the violent things, the aggressive things um, that I was obsessed with but maybe was embarrassed to admit that I was obsessed with. Um, so that's kind of point number one that was different was that this was just for me um, and that leads perfectly into point number two um, of what I had done differently this time was that because I wasn't writing a book because I wasn't writing something to show other people um, there was no conclusion in mind, there was no plan, there was no end goal at all. Um, I had zero idea what was going to come next at every single point while writing. And occasionally, you know, I would get like a little like inkling like, oh, oh, I hope this doesn't happen but I wouldn't know until I got to that point in the story or, oh, I really hope this happens. I really hope, you know, like they get together or like um, this guy turns out to be like this. But again, I wouldn't know until I got there. Um, and there was uh, a magical freedom in that, that it was more like I was following the story along to its logical conclusion, not that I was forcing it to get to any sort of conclusion that I had decided in my head was a good ending or was a good um, resolution.
And because of that, while I was writing, I would often go completely um, where I felt it was realistic for the story to go. Uh, And this meant that I would veer off from, you know, what would be a more traditional story structure. And suddenly, uh, we're all now going to this place for no reason other than um, some guy is forcing them to. You know what I mean? Um, And that freedom really let the story kind of grow organically. Um, There were also things that I learned about getting stuck while writing. The dreaded writer's block that people talk so much about. Um, And I've sort of developed this belief that writer's block isn't actually what people think it is. It isn't, um, I just can't write. It is that we are either bored with the story ourselves as the writers, and that's why we can't sit down and carry on. Or that it is deep down, we have this writer's instinct that what we are writing right this second doesn't actually work. Um, To me now, having finished four, almost five books, writer's block is actually a message from the instinctual part of yourself, the part of yourself that has read so many wonderful books, the part of yourself that has watched so many wonderful shows that knows what makes for a good story. Um, I now firmly believe that writer's block is that part of yourself telling you you have gone off track. Um, And there were two kind of ways that I found I commonly went off track previously. Um, One was that I was bored. I was bored with the story. I was bored with what was happening. And it was no longer fun or exciting to write. And it was hard to find the motivation because of that. Um, And the niftiest little trick that I learned was um, to jump ahead in the story. Because I wasn't showing this to anybody, it didn't matter if I cut parts out. And it was very easy to put down one or two lines. Something like, and that's how it went on for many weeks. And then pick up the story where it was interesting again. Um, And for some reason that had never occurred to me in my other writing, to cut the boring parts out. Just jump ahead. But I think that's a massive tip. Um, And another thing I learned was if that wasn't the case, if I wasn't bored, that um, it meant the scene that I was working on didn't fit. I was forcing it somehow. And the solution to that that I discovered was to go back a scene or a chapter or even a couple paragraphs and start over and go a different direction. That me feeling stuck was my subconscious telling me there's a better way to go. Um, 
and hilariously I've just realized that is a major theme in book five um Another little tip that um, was wondrous was that each time the character went to sleep, I would write her dream. Um, and that's incredibly freeing because dreams don't have to make sense. Dreams don't have to follow any sort of story structure. They don't have to be anything at all, really. You know, just let my subconscious take over and write something completely meaningless. Um, and I found sometimes when I got stuck that I could go back to the dreams. And that without knowing it, I had actually written exactly what was going to happen next. Albeit in a more metaphorical way. And I know that might not work for every type of writing that people are are producing right now but to that I would say write the dreams anyway and then cut them out later if you don't want the kind of book that has people's dreams in it you don't have to keep that um, so with this new focus and with these two little tips I wrote the first book in uh, 10 days and later I ha after doing research uh, and learning about uh, ebooks in particular I realized that this first book was way too long and I realized that not only had I written the first book but I had actually also written the second book that there was a point where I would split it <coughs> And after those first 10 days, I was having too much fun writing to even consider editing or trying to make something of those first two novels, um, which at the time, again, I thought was just one novel. And I carried on with the story. I wrote the next book, which turned out to be the next two books. And so in two months, I had written four novels. Um, and that's when I started thinking, okay, maybe I, I have something that I will show people. Alright, so I think that covers um, all of the sort of grander things that I did differently this time around. Um, this time being the only time that I've actually finished a book. Um, there's a lot of nitty gritty things that I did differently. Um, you know, having to do with uh, world building and naming characters and all of that jazz, but perhaps we'll save that for another one of these talks. Um, so I guess I just want to emphasize the big takeaway points 
which are giving yourself freedom as a writer, following the story organically where it leads you instead of forcing it to go where you think it should go. Um, the idea that perhaps writer's block is not this awful thing um, that is out to get us. Perhaps it is our kind of inner writer, our writing instincts guiding us and telling us where perhaps the story gets a little boring, where perhaps the story went off track. Um, and if we accept that idea wholeheartedly, we should be welcoming writer's block because it is the thing that is going to tell us um, when a change needs to be made. Um, there's a lot of finer details that we could maybe get into in another one of these talks. But at the moment, I am very cold, and I think I'm going to go inside and have some tea, and I probably should continue editing the book that I'm working on publishing right now, but I think instead I'm probably going to pick up where I left off in book five and see where that goes. Um, stay safe, wash your hands, um, and hopefully I will speak to you soon. Peace out.